you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey, 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 welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. We are at episode 60. Mercedes here, women's empowerment coach, to continue the conversation about self-doubt. And as you can see in the title today, comparison is the thief of joy. And I know I should credit somebody with that quote. Um, I will look that up later and hopefully put it in the show notes. But it's something that I love saying because comparison is a huge contributor to self-doubt, right? You know, it's like the imposter syndrome um, because it takes us away from the truth of who we are. Uh, when we're looking around and we're comparing, uh, it just does not work well, right? And um, it's a smokescreen. It's ego, society, whatever you want to call it, our humanity looking for order, trying to make sense of things, trying to find where we belong, where we stand. Um, so it is human nature, but um, it doesn't need to be that way. And it actually really slows us down to live from living the life that we really want, you know. And I notice comparison really getting, getting us caught up when we are comparing ourselves to other women, right? I'm here to, to serve women, so I'm also here to call out when we actually are sabotaging ourselves and our relationship with other women. Um, because I've talked about it before, you know, we walk in a room, we kind of size the women up you know, maybe the men, who knows, but for sure the women, we try to figure out who we might connect with. I've done it so many times um, when I meet with all my clients, um, we, we have to be talk about it. It's like we're trying to figure out where we fit in, right? And so comparison, yeah, it's the thief of joy. And we could talk about this, you know, uh, from many aspects. Uh, I just want here just to say that, you know, it in my own personal life and the lives of the women that I know, um, comparing has really clouded my judgment and clouded my ability to move forward in, you know, valuing myself and not being doubtful and all those things we talked about the first week of this month. Um, and I noticed comparison. It wow, we could I mean we compare ourselves in all areas of our life. You know, as as a woman, as a mother, how sexy are we? Our body image. Our, you know, our husbands, our kids, whose kids are behaving well. How does that reflect, right? And two of the areas that today um, I had the pleasure and honor of interviewing one of my really good friends and my stylist, Heather, uh, cabbie stylist, um, we are going to talk a little bit about in this interview uh, how we compare when it comes to body image and then also how we compare when we're building our own business, right? Because a lot of you here are you know, solopreneurs, service providers, team leaders. And when we're stepping into that role, two of the main areas of my life where I've been dealing with it, and Heather um, also will share with you that she does too, is yeah, how we feel about the way we look, comfortable in our own skin or not, and then how we feel when we're actually starting to build this business. And when comparison comes in, and it really is the thief of joy. The fun part of this is we did this at the retreat in the backyard, uh, after we walked our dogs, we both have these giant orange doodles 
and hers is so much orange and, and he's so rambunctious and I love him. So we had Fergus and Captain with us in the backyard. Uh, you could probably hear them a little bit. Uh, we, as you know, dog mamas, tried not to be distracted, but we just had a fun conversation. I love Heather. I have her come to my home twice a year to do cabbie shows, and I learned so much about the trends and the fashion. It's become kind of a fun girls' night out. Whoever comes, I just love connecting with, and um, I really recommend you check out the company. And if you are like, oh, I'm curious about this, you know, everything now is virtual. Everything now. <laughs> you're able to see. So anyway, I want you to to just take a minute, take a deep breath and you know, imagine that you're sitting in the backyard in the anorotic chairs overlooking the river with Heather and I and just chatting with us about how comparing ourselves when it comes to body image and our businesses, how that is really the thief of joy and just our candid talk about how we see that occurring in in life and how we are dealing with it. So I really hope you enjoy this segment. Okay, so I am sitting here with Heather outside, just envision this with us, overlooking the river at the retreat with two big orange doodles. We have Fergus and Captain who have been playing for a while, but they might interrupt a little bit. So just bear in <laughs> mind the, the panting and the collars and the barking. So anyway, Heather, thanks for coming. I've been trying to get you to talk to me about this for a while. And as you heard in the intro, Heather is my cabbie specialist, but also my friend. And so I just want to talk a little bit today about comparison being the thief of joy. And we've kind of come up with two areas where us women do that. Heather and I both love clothes, yes, right? Yes. And we both love um, helping women feel better in their, in their body. And we also love building our businesses. So I'm just going to get started. First of all, why don't you just tell me a little bit about how it is when, when you do your, your um, experiences and with the women. Like, what do you notice about women in relation to their body and comparing it to others and how that impacts us. Just, you know, free talk. Yeah. No, I think a lot of times um, a woman will come in and she knows what she likes. She knows her body. She knows what she wants. And then there's another, there's probably several kinds of women. Mm -hmm. But the opposite end of that is someone that really doesn't feel comfortable in their skin and is just very, like, negative with their talk around even little things. And it might be subtle, um, but I, I often see that as, I mean, it. I, I actually feel like I'm on a journey even right now like mm -hmm. trying to figure out what do I love what mm -hmm. do I love uh, in all regards yeah so I, I think personally the thing that I help women the most helping them feel comfortable in their skin is the very thing that I still work on all yeah. the time and maybe yeah. will be forever yeah and I as I will be talking about <laughs> another podcast is that if we're on the journey we're actually very powerful in helping other yeah, women through it awesome. and as Heather knows and awesome. you all know too I'm on the journey too uh, <laughs> when I first met Heather I remember hearing that you know we'd go and we'd try on the clothes and I don't know if you're familiar with cabbie but it's really fun <laughs> and I was like nobody's going to the, the restroom to put their clothes on they're all just you know changing there and and uh, it's just, it's fun to see the progression of the women who've been coming. Yes. And so you said you noticed the the small things that women say about themselves. I've noticed myself, it's a place to really learn to grow where I see women who has maybe a body, woman who has a body type that I think I need to have. Right. And I was like, oh, these aren't going to fit me the same. Um, talk, talk a little about how, how women kind of work through that, comparing themselves to that, you know, we call that ideal body type. When, you know. Right. I, I mean, the way that I see it, it's so interesting because I think at a show, so at a cabbie gathering, women obviously take off their clothes and try stuff on, so it's literally like dress up, but with adults. And, and it's yes. when I would see someone hand a, a garment to 
another person, not because it's maybe the, uh, their size, because I have a range of sizes, but because they think that they can't. That's where I first see that sort of take place, Yeah. that comparison, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe I should have my daughter try this on. I mean, that becomes sort of dangerous thinking, and I always go to a place of, how about you try this one on, and then I'm gonna try to figure out your, your, your cabbie size, basically. Yeah. But, um, isn't it interesting? I, I've, I've seen that too. And the default is Yeah, the default. Like, yeah. And when we go shopping in general with people, we often think, oh, that will look good on you, but not on me. Exactly. But yeah. what I've actually found are the things that I don't think look good on me, but I'm drawn to, yes. actually look good on me. And that's kind of where I sort of try to tap in for each client. Like, what are you drawn to? Mm -hmm. Just try it on. Yeah. I don't care if it's a size that you don't think you are, and I think people surprise themselves because... Cabbie is actually made for real women's bodies, and that's, I think, why I fell in love with it, because our bodies are constantly changing. So when we're talking about comparison, hello, Fergus. It's Fergus is right here. Um, as our bodies are constantly changing, it's almost even unfair to compare ourselves to what we were, let's say, five years ago, because we're in a yeah. different place, you know, Ex on our journey. Isn't personally. that true? I think yeah. we, we, like, I talk with clients, too, about we want that what we say, the 20-year-old body, although I'm much more comfortable in my body than I was when I, I was 20, too. but yeah. we are, it's it's ever-changing, and uh, I love hanging out with Heather because she's always like, I don't really see you that way, like, I'm like, oh, it's been, you know, I've, with the COVID poundage so We tell whatever. ourselves things by looking in the mirror. One of my favorite companies, um, can we plug other companies? Yes, you can plug everybody. Um, is called Darling, Oh. Um, and it's, they're a social media company and mostly found on Instagram, but they send out week, like, I want to say daily emails or texts, and it's all affirmative words. Oh yeah, I'm always looking for that so, for this audience. Um, yeah. So I, and they make these really cool mirror decals, and the ones, I bought them for my whole team last year, but also my kids at Christmas, for them to put on their mirrors, and um, anything from Darling, you've got this, you've got this, um, to, uh, I can't think. Anyway, I'll think of yeah, some, like, all of those mantras, like really positive stuff, and that you're beautiful the way you are. Right? Exactly, and like, um, just like your body being like a beautiful thing, and to just watch, and it almost like catches your mindset. Yeah. When you're looking in the mirror, right? Yeah. Anyway, we totally went on the rabbit trail. So. Well, it's a good one because I think when <laughs> if we're if we're not comparing our bodies or the way we look in close to other women, we're more able then to honor ourselves and love ourselves, but then also to notice like. Oh, like affirm her, like that looks really good on you. Or, yeah. And what I loved, I always was like, oh, what about this in my body? And you call them our situations. Yeah, and so everyone, no matter if we think yeah. they have that supermodel body, they think they have a situation or they do, right? I mean, it's, and so what's really wonderful is that you can start to kind of look at like, how do I want to, first of all, what's, what am I drawn to? How do I want to accentuate what I love yeah. about myself? And how do I just basically believe that I'm beautiful in right. these clothes? That's one thing I love about Cabbie is I, you know, just feel so good in them. And I right. think we need to find those things because that's where we can practice. Mm -hmm. Body, love, being comfortable in our own skin is actually in the clothing that we wear. Well, and knowing how we like to wear it too. Like, yeah. so maybe you aren't somebody that likes to wear your stuff tight or like, I love that the wider leg pant is coming back. I, I have really sturdy legs, but I really am appreciating not feeling sort of poured into my pants in the styles that we're in right now so even knowing what you love yeah and how you like it to feel on you right so I think it's important all of it the whole like the texture but just the, like how it looks because mm -hmm. that makes you like love your body better too yeah when you actually literally feel comfortable yeah um, yeah and and 
the cavi material, I just, it's so comfortable. <laughs> I just right. love it. Well, and our yeah. bodies are changing each month too. So, right? Like there are. Yes. We talk about the cycle and totally. the, everything's different. And, and our, our likes and our, what we are drawn to changes as well. And that's why I think a lot of women aren't giving themselves permission to get yeah. new things to their wardrobe each season. But I would recommend that because it, it just keeps you. It brings joy. It brings joy. And, and, <laughs> and also, you know. You don't compare yourself to others when you're feeling as much when you're feeling really good. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned your team. The other yeah. the other thing that I've noticed with women and with myself is um, comparing myself as I, be, yeah, I was a therapist building my coaching business. Yeah. I see some of these coaches. I mean, they're just like, you know, it's most of the threes on the Enneagram. They're just bang, bang, bang out there doing it all. Pretty social myself. We are both social, but yeah. yet we're like both we're in a place. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as entrepreneurs building businesses, most women listening are. How have you noticed, like, um, I mean, any advice or anything about the comparison is the thief of joy with that? Like, you've noticed what's, I mean, just free talk. Well, again. I think the second that we look at what we are doing, and I mean, we all have evaluation processes that we kind of sink into when we're d- growing our business because mm-hmm. it's going to, we want to grow. We, that's what makes a good entrepreneur. And the second we look at someone else's, and kind of put it side by side, sometimes it's good, but a lot of times it's dangerous because. Mm-hmm. There's so many other factors, yeah. and I think uh, in this regard, it's almost better to compare to, you know, have other like sort of criteria and not necessarily sinking in um, and comparing to others because we're really different. Everybody brings a new yeah. breath of something into their business just because we're individuals. It would yeah. be so boring if, you know, but having a good coach actually helps uncover some other doubt and and fears maybe mm-hmm. that we have in growth. Yeah, but well, totally right. I mean, it's dangerous. <laughs> you're always coaching in your your team as yeah. well, and I think yeah. I think it's it's true. It's kind of like when we um, when we look at our own superpowers, or we call it, you know, our yes. own unique yeah uh, blueprint Those are superpowers. Because it's the same thing with our body. It's like what feels good, what fits good, is the same thing with our business. So while we have a coach who who helps us and who might be also building a business, it's going to look different. But you probably you empower your women to build it the way that works for them. Exactly. I would actually yeah. say um, one of my exam like I have a friend Amy who um, at the beginning of last fall we were obviously in the middle of a pandemic and she was really struggling. So it was a year ago, and like she wanted to quit. She said to me, "I will probably be done in December." And I was like, "Okay, but what do you want out of the season?" I mean, always asking that why, yeah. where where are you headed? What do you kind of see yourself doing this season? And um. She was listening to what everyone else was doing and what even what Cabby Corporation was giving us suggestions as far as growing a business in the middle of a pandemic. And we had so many great like um, tools to utilize because we do um, everything virtual or in person, depending on your area or whatever. But Amy basically sunk in and I just said to her, look, what do you want? What do you want? Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to do anything virtual because she wasn't comfortable. Mm-hmm. But what she could do, she decided I, that she was going to um, one-on-one or do some drops with clothes and make it um, personal by doing it differently that worked for her. And I, she had her best season ever, mm-hmm. mostly because she sort of like leaned back into what she wanted to develop and had the freedom. I mean, all she needed was permission from someone other than herself mm-hmm. to be able to think bigger and not do this sort of status quo or what um, everyone else was doing yeah. because it wasn't working for her individually, you know? Yeah, I, I love that. And I think um, we, I talk a lot about the inner critic and I think when she, Amy was probably alone in her own thoughts before she reached out to you, she probably was like, 
I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And I mean, I even do this almost every I season with my show with you. I'm like, you I just can't get people. Actually, you do. <laughs> I do. Time. And so I practice what I teach and preach and all that. But I, um, you know, I've just, I kind of decided like this season, like, I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to add more people to my list. If you're listening and you're interested, the show <laughs> is in person and virtual, but it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, we just, we just have to sometimes just air it out. Especially yeah. when it's the self-doubt and the, and, the, there, and yeah. the comparison and the self-confidence stuff where put it out there and just and then just hearing ourselves say it and mm-hmm. like, oh, wait a minute. I don't actually believe that deep down. I know I can do it. Right. So once Amy said, hey, I can do it this way. gone. Yeah. yeah. Once you're out and it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. And the pressure is off right. to do it just like somebody else. Well, and you can't even like even thinking about shows and stuff. Yeah. It's never the same. Ever. 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 Like, yeah. so even comparing to last time you right. did something, it's never going to feel the same because we're in a new moment, right? Right. Which I I thank God for, like, the whole being able to begin again. Just yeah. the idea of beginning again. Um, it's always yeah. fresh. And then it allows us to be more adaptive and flexible and less reactive. And curious. And curious. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. It's like, I love that too. Yeah, and, I, and every, every time I go into a new venture with a client or even with a new show, it's always different. And then different people come and you get... I love it because it's always you the get right to, combo. It yeah. always is. Yeah. I have to trust. And almost like you have to trust the processes that are in place that you've set up. Yeah. Because if we've done our jobs um, yeah. as coach and stylist, like, yeah. it's going to always work out. Yeah, it's going to work out. It's always going to, yeah, it always comes. They're behind us, the puppies. Oh, my goodness. We love them so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, th- so and this is so good. So I hope whoever's listening is is hearing a few nuggets of Sorry about two the rabbit trails. <laughs> yeah, the two two women though who have a lot of passion about um, helping women um, live into their into their authentic selves. Yeah, for sure. And the remedy that I I always come back to is connection. That's the word that's mm-hmm. been big, and, and it's kind of like the connection to God, connection to ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's what I love to teach. And you are teaching women that too. Well, and what do you actually want? Oh, it's a different dog. I thought you know I was cutting I mean? the like, same one. I think it's just that connection of what <laughs> yeah. is your actual desire. Like, yeah. where do you want to be and go? And yeah. So it's I would not bad to know ourselves and know what we like. Right. It's actually really good. We've been talking. We talk about that. Like, yeah. yeah. We talk about that with our marriages. We've both been married well over twenty years, and mm-hmm. we. She has four kids. I have two. We've got the dogs, and so. If we're asserting ourselves in that way where we're showing up as ourselves, it really benefits everybody. Totally. Totally. It, it totally does. Especially families. Yes. <laughs> and we have to just keep going for it even on the days we don't feel like it. Yeah. Great. Okay. So in, in recap, comparison <laughs> shows up a lot with our body image, a lot of what we feel in our comfortable on skin. And then that, that goes into our careers, right? And, and our building businesses, building teams, being in leadership, right? And getting up in the morning, right? And getting up in the morning. All right. And like saying, what kind of day am I going to have today? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Heather. I'm so glad you hung out with me. And now they're fighting over sticks. So we're going to go enjoy those darlings. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes a village, and I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl, that girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.